Welcome to the Nightmare Box. My name is Brett Bloom. I'm sitting across from the beautiful, the effervescent, the snuggly, Kristen Pennington. I thought I was the procrastination princess God today. damn it, I forgot, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> Kristen is the procrastination princess. And this is Mistakes Were Made. <laughs> <laughs> oh my fuck. Oh. So many life updates. So many life updates. We spent all day today packing boxes. And uh, I guess there's no turning back now. We've got a Penske truck. We're scheduled to pick up in like three days. Yeah. And then we're rolling <laughs> out the next morning. These come out a little but late, it, as you guys are aware. So this will come out as we're already driving. Yeah. While you're listening to this, we are somewhere between... Nashville, Tennessee, and Missoula, Montana. I don't know where we're going to be yet. We'll be on the somewhere s- in the Midwest. Second leg of the journey, so we will be at the very least past Nebraska. Great. I think the sooner we get through Nebraska, the happier I'm going to be. Once we get up there, if that's the route we're taking, where we did you say we were stopping in Billings or we were? Um, I have two different potential routes plotted for us, so if we stop in Billings the second night, it makes the last little bit of the journey significantly shorter. If we don't stop in Billings, we'll probably stop in Rapid City, uh, which is Idaho, um, and that'll make the last day a little bit longer, so it depends on how much of a chunk we want to get done up front versus the last yeah. day. I've been to Billings before, um, and that was when I was a kid and I swore off Montana for the rest of my life because of Billings. I think we Montana. have to drive through Billings either way. We may yeah. not stop in it, but no, we have to go through it. I've got it. nothing bad to say about Billings and I wasn't in, I was outside of Billings where mm-hmm. I, you know, a couple hours outside of Billings, but it is flat as fuck out there. Is that where <laughs> Doug Stanhope lives? Isn't he in Billings? I uh, know he's in uh, Bisbing, Arizona. Oh, wow. I was like, oh, wow. Maybe he started with a B. I don't know why I thought he was in. Oh, uh, that's funny. <laughs> But, or Bisbee, not Bisbing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, we're going to be driving through a lot of flat shit. <laughs> yeah, and every day is a minimum, like, ten nine hour. hour yeah, nine, ten hour Yeah, days. nine, ten hour day. No, it's going to be fun. I'm used to driving that, you know, those lengths. It's just waking up in the morning. Oops, sorry. Again. We're not clinking glasses. Can you clink? It did. Yeah. It did, like, legit sound like that. Did you hear that? <laughs> on, the, the, on the last show? Yeah, that yeah. went up. Like, I didn't catch it the day that I dropped it, but when I went to edit it, I was like, oh, it really does. <laughs> Kristen's uh, nervous energy, Kristen, yeah, today. So she's folding up a bottle cap. Um, but, yeah, no, Billings is uh, super flat. Nebraska's super flat. North Dakota's super flat. And then when I arrived in Western Montana, I thought I had been lied to uh, because it was a completely different. Where are the thing. mountains? It's like where did these things come from? How could I not see them across the plains in fucking Billings? <laughs> it's a good drive from Billings to Missoula. It's still like over five hours. Yeah, so it's a it's a good. Uh, it's a good stretch. Yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to it, and uh, if it's you and I on the road listening to this on the third length of the trip, uh, hello, Brett and Kristen of the future. Kristen, <laughs> you're still beautiful, and I love you more than ever. Uh, thank you for doing this with me, and uh, I'm excited to have you up there when we get up there, Aww. and it'll be a good time. And quit being nervous, quit being scared. Everything's going to pan out in a long time, sweetheart, and I love you. Yeah, um, I know we mentioned... I think on the last episode that uh, things have kind of been all over the place and Brett's going to have to move before me. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're doing today as you're listening to this episode. <laughs> um, Brett is moving up there first. I'm going to drive up with him and then fly back. And then hopefully in a little less than a month, I will yeah. be up there as well. I'm but praying I- it's only- What was that? I think it was something out in the hallway. But, um... (laughs) Jack, so... Can you hit me with that again? I'm sorry. Uh, I said hopefully in a little less than a month I will also be up there. Yeah. We've still got some stuff we've got to sort out, unfortunately. We think we have the apartment situation worked out. Fingers crossed. I'm pretty certain. You know, I'm aiming for, you know, two, three, but most likely two and a half weeks between this. And then... Brett gets to fly back down, 
and we get to do this whole shenanigan over again. The second time we won't have a moving truck. Yeah, much <laughs> we'll fast, just have yeah, a car. Much faster vehicle and uh, get the remainder of the stuff, you know. Get the cats. Not, Jax yeah, is going with Brett. I'm not letting Kristen drive all the way across the goddamn country by herself because that would be ridiculous. That's sweet of you. Yeah. I was willing to make the drive by myself, I, but that is I sweet know you of were, you. but I'm not trying to, you know, have you get raped by a hillbilly in Nebraska <laughs> or some shit like that. <laughs> fall asleep at the yeah, will. No, I'm going to leave. Forget to break and rear end someone. I'm going to leave a gun here for you so that we have a gun on the drive up. That's where my brain goes. I mean, <laughs> okay, how do we... I still have the knife you gave me. Yeah. We're definitely going to have that, too, but it's taking everything in my heart. Not to stuff that 12-gauge between the seat and the cab of them, you know, and just live like an old-school semi-truck driver. <laughs> I need to make a playlist. Yeah? Cause, yeah. Because that's a long-ass drive. I, I remember I took the first time that I drove to Alabama... Uh, with my brother it was just the two of us you know because i had my license and uh the very first song that we put on the cd was on the road again and mm -hmm. it might have been like the first two songs or the first and the last song so every now and then during the trip you're on the road again <laughs> you gotta you gotta pick a solid start song because yeah. it sets the mood for the drive and that's a solid start song <laughs> on the road again just can't wait to get on the road again <laughs> I'm voting uh, the Frank Turner song yeah. that's about At moving. a truck stop, getting fucked by dirty men. Is that the, no? No. It's not about lizard bots? No. Not lizards? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm blanking on the song name, but you know the one where he's like, to the... To the east. To yeah, the yeah, yeah, that one. What song is that? To the west. To the west. I can't remember. To the south, my time is running out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my musical, musical tastes have changed through the years. I listen to <laughs> poppy singer, songwriter, English man. I used to listen to Whitechapel. <laughs> oh, God. We packed a shit ton of stuff today, though. We got yeah. a little bit more we got to get done this week. and Almost everything that we're taking with us is in boxes, though. I mean, we're only missing a couple of things. i got to finish sorting out the stuff that's in my closet. But, mm -hmm. yeah, for the most part, everything's... Oh my god. This is weird. It's been a weird day. It's been a weird week, honestly. We uh, It's been a weird life. It is. That's what I told Ed on the phone today. I was trying to explain exactly what we were doing. And I was like, I don't know, Ed. I'm just kind of leaning into it. <laughs> I feel like I had a panic attack when I was 15 and I never fully recovered. <laughs> it's kind of worked out, though, because we've been trying for like a month now to get this whole apartment situation worked mm -hmm. out and get jobs and all that. And um, then... We couldn't move because it turned out our lease here was a month longer than we realized. Yeah, that was a fucking nightmare. <laughs> and like, we all this time have thought, oh, okay, we've still got a couple of weeks. We've got a couple of weeks. And then Brett was just like, oh, we got to go next week. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, we don't have anything like, we've, done. We've been so. like incrementally packing a box and like yeah. putting it against the wall, being like, well, we won't need that for another month. Yeah. We and don't I, need this for another month. I stress in one day, booked a truck. Um, booked a truck basically got us landed not if not with a specific apartment with a company yeah. that is looking into us for two separate ones so we were in that process which they have like even at the other complex they have multiple yeah. buildings so we'll get something sorted the other option was like late october and i was like no <laughs> no like, not you were not doing two that to more me months at vanderbilt without <laughs> brett here to keep me sane <laughs> But yeah, yeah it's, uh... I'll be up there shoveling shit out of cages, and uh, I realized today that I'm an idiot because I thought we were leaving last month. I didn't pack any, or I didn't leave any sweaters uh, about, and currently in Missoula, the high is 90 and the low is 57, so... I don't think you need, like, a full-blown sweater, no, maybe, like, a like jacket. A, a long-sleeve shirt, or, yeah. you know. I've got jackets and stuff, and I might have... Like a hoodie that well, I could throw on. They're in those little bags, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty easily accessible. Yeah. Like, well, you're right. I'll be up there if I need it. I can yeah, grab you can it. literally. Yeah. And especially since yours reinflated, all you got to do is unzip <laughs> it and pull it out. <laughs> I need to try to reseal yeah. those. We got those vacuum seal bags, which I think we mentioned that like a good month ago mm -hmm. in a different episode. But uh, That was one of the things that, I, that shocked me about Missoula when I went there last year, which 
coincidentally, a Facebook memory. Last year, today, was my first day realizing there was a mountain outside of Laura's really? area. So, yeah, the first pictures of me in Missoula going, this is fucking incredible. Um, we're right around the same time of year. But when I moved out there, uh, I, I show, or when I not moved out there, but when I went out there to visit, uh, I showed up, I had a couple of t-shirts and a couple of tank tops in case it got too hot because uh, we live in Tennessee. And it's where, miserably yeah, hot. It was we, 99. I we sweat went out through earlier. the shirt inside of the apartment while we were packing these boxes. It was like a nightmare. And uh, I got up there and I was shivering. I had to borrow like one of my dad's old jackets. And then we went to the Walmart and everybody was wearing shorts and tank tops and flip flops. And I'm just walking around in like a fucking winter jacket. Like, oh my God. That's going to take me a while to adjust to because for me. I think you'll like it more than the heat though. No, for sure. I think once I get used to it, it'll be good. But for me, I guess because I'm so used to how hot Tennessee is, anything below 72 is kind of starting to get a little uncomfortably chilly for me it's not like i don't like yeah. it but it's like oh, i definitely need a long sleeve whatever well, it's gonna be like so. negative 10 and oh, uh, soft top's gonna freeze into a hard top and <laughs> well i think still if fingers crossed if it works out um the complex that our apartment will hopefully be at has some covered parking like they mm-hmm. assign you a spot it's not necessarily yeah. di- directly in front of your building but at least for the winter yeah it's a place to go so you don't get completely although i'm curious how that works out like does the snow snow tall enough to does kind the of snow snow tall enough yeah <laughs> snow is also a verb like it's snowing okay. does the snow fall the fastest collect, way to whatever. get around that is does it snow enough to <laughs> whatever does the does snow it snow snow uh, shut up you knew what I meant. There's the snowy snow. It's snow. been a stressful day. Quit picking on me or I will chuck this at you. Um, does the snow collect like tall enough to essentially build like a little wall blocking your car into the covered port? I don't imagine it gets that, you know, I, I think if it happens every year for most of the year, they've got it pretty much figured out. Like we were looking at pictures and that moose was like walking around in the middle of April and it was still snow on the ground outside. <laughs> uh, like the roads weren't shut down. There was moving traffic. I imagine much in the way like um, when I went to Japan and I felt my first earthquake or like when people, come, when Laura came down here, her first tornado season was probably the most scared she'd ever been in her entire life. Really? Yeah. And me and my brother and my dad were all just kind of sitting around smoking cigarettes, sitting outside on the porch, and you could hear them just tearing down the fucking interstate and shit. You're like, well, if it hits you, it hits you. And if it doesn't hit you, then what are you scared about? <laughs> if it hits you, what the fuck are you going to do? <laughs> gonna go hide in a doorway no you're gonna get fucked up by a tornado it is crazy though how like completely because i mean granted the united states is a pretty big country but we live but, like right in the middle of tornado alley well it's crazy how completely different the climate can be in the opposite end of one single country which oh, granted, the country's massive granted yeah. yeah the united states is really big but like that was like a thing i discovered while we were looking at this <laughs> complex that we're looking at apparently Having AC isn't a standard thing no. for everybody over there. I was like, like yeah, it an, says that yeah. they don't have AC in this apartment. I was like, what? Like, is that normal? <laughs> like, is that a thing they no. do? I guess air conditioner is kind of like you have an above ground pool in the backyard. Like if you're upper middle class and you're like, well, fuck it. You know? I guess. Like, that's crazy. And then like a it's lot of like, them. How do they stay cool? And I'm like, well, in England, you open the windows during the night. You let all that cold ass air in. And then when you wake up, you close those windows. And by five in the afternoon, when it's time to open the windows again, it's relatively about 70 degrees. Yeah, and and then on the (laughs) other end, for like the colder months, a lot of them have gas heating, which isn't quite as common here, which some people do have gas heating, but it's definitely not as common here. And a lot of them like are like, yeah, either we're responsible for snow removal or you're responsible for snow removal. And I'm just like, it's never a thing I thought I'd have to look at while looking at a place. (laughs) Like, who's shoveling the snow? Who wakes up at 4 o'clock in the morning and makes sure people can walk down the sidewalk? <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure the place that we're hopefully getting shovels the snow. Yeah. So if, we may not have AC, but I don't have to go outside <laughs> and shovel the snow. No, the, the, I'm scared or not scared, nervous um, about surviving the first winter um, just because I'm a 
a busy body and it's gonna force me to stay inside. <laughs> like, Brett, uh, you can't leave the apartment. It's like, okay, well, I'm gonna write a book today. I was gonna say, I bet you get a lot of your <laughs> book done very quickly, yeah, though. The book gets done fast. You guys get three podcasts a day. Hey, it's the Brett Bloom Breakfast Hour. <laughs> hey, it's the Kristen Pennington Lunch Hour. Hey. Brett and Kristen? You're going to be learning Brunch to... Brunch hour! You're going to be learning to edit if we're doing three a day. So you guys going to enlist other people to your network? And it's like, no, no. Just us. Just us. No, you were talking about having uh, your brother Nick on while I'm oh, still Nick's, here, though. Yeah, Nick is definitely going to get on an episode. You guys are going to love him. You're going to love him. You haven't even met him yet, I have you? I have not. No, he's, he's something else. He's just... He's one Why of the... Why didn't he come in for graduation? Was he working? Um, I think he, yeah, he, he was working. Like him, him and Cord. Except Laura came in, so. Yeah, him and Cord are still in that trying to stable themselves type, you know, area. And, uh, like, taking off that time of work and stuff. Uh, I don't know. I don't hold it against him or anything. No, I, I wasn't saying it was a bad thing. I was just, like, that just struck me. I was like, I have never met Nick, but I've yeah. met Laura. No, Nick, Nick's something else. He's... He's one of the strangest men I've ever met. He's one of the smartest men I've ever met. And he cares about people. Like, he's he's not a bullshit kind of guy. He's, he's next level. Um, so I think you guys will like that. I don't know what we're going to talk about yet, but I know Nick is interested in starting a show. Um, so I'll probably try to talk to him about that. Like, we might do, like, an on-air trying to structure next show or... Um, discussing he reads a lot of books I'm and curious. he reads a lot of philosophy it'll probably devolve into i'm a libertarian and my brother is a uh, communist <laughs> <laughs> and we because you know we love each other and we we both read a lot we're able to look at it as a debate on an ideology because mm-hmm. we we walk into the understanding that both libertarianism and communism look uh good on paper and while libertarianism only had like 72 hours of in-life practice before it was invaded by the closest country, <laughs> uh, communism has been tried a bunch of times and has killed millions of people. So we, we go out there and we're uh, like, ah, it's a pipe dream. You are not turning our podcast into a political debate. No, but I might start a political show <laughs> You can do with that separately. Nick, like, a, like a point counterpoint of these two insanely you know, off the walls, political <laughs> ideologies. We get an anarchist to come in every now and then oh and just be like, look, I agree with this guy. <laughs> it's a weird thing to wonder. Like, Nietzsche wouldn't have liked anarchy or some shit. It's a weird thing to wonder, but I am kind of curious what his, uh... What the fuck is it? It's my chair. Oh, I was like, what is that? <laughs> Leaning back onto the wall. Mistakes were made. It sounded like a zipper. Sort of... The, 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 Epstein? That's <laughs> <laughs> oh. a weird thing to wonder, though, but I am kind of curious what his voice sounds like, because you have a relatively neutral voice, and then your brother Ben has an English accent, and mm-hmm. um, you know how, like, when you kind of get to know someone, sort of, I guess, I don't really know him, know him, but I've, like, seen photos of him, and you've told me about him, and you kind of picture their voice in your own mind, and I'm like, I wonder if he sounds anything like what I imagine he sounds yeah. like. He's got a He's got a cool inflection. He's almost like a uh, like a John Lennon type of character minus the accent but like he's very laid back mm-hmm. when he's animated about something he's through the fucking moon but he's more or less just you know chill like Cause I think even people. with Shelby I didn't I feel like you rarely do but I don't think I pictured her voice sounding the way her voice sounds yeah. so then it's like ah oh, now I know you yeah, no it, 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 we can get onto that you know talking about people's voices no I just like no that's the thing I've wondered I'm being serious don't make fun of me it's not a it's not an anxious topic like I just like I've done that before like yeah. met people and like you picture what kind of well, life they live or podcasts. who they are yeah, yeah you listen to a lot of podcasts I listen so, like, to a lot of the shows and then like I've never seen the person that I've been listening yeah, to you, for a year and then I see Henry Zabrowski and I'm like that is definitely not what I thought Henry Zabrowski well, looked like like Luis Gomez like that's yeah. one you've like played I've a shown l- for you yeah you've played a lot to me and like I pictured him totally different and I looked him up one day because I was like who the f- or, like, what the fuck does this dude look like and I was like that is not yeah. not what I pictured <laughs> No, I'm not. It's not a nervous topic. It's a genuine curiosity. Yeah. Like, cause that's a whole opinion you form of someone in your mind until yeah. you meet them. So, dude in India, or or woman in India. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna gender you. Um, 
draw a picture of what you think we look like. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't go, our, don't go that doesn't work because our podcast media. picture is of oh, us. <laughs> if you click it. on the podcast, you see us. Oh, shit. I do want to commission an artist to do like a caricature of us and replace that we got photo. Stevie. We just got to ask Stevie. Very good. Does she do that type of drawings, though? Like, she does all kinds of shit, yeah. That, yeah, I would kind of like to have like a cartoon of us on there instead of like our actual photo, just because I think it'd look cuter. It would be hilarious. I'd need to see like three different caricatures. I was like, I want one that is, it looks caricature, but it's close. And then I want like medium absurdist and total absurdist. But I want the same one, like us yeah, with the like, picture. yeah, with the alcohol glasses yeah. and your armor around me like i want the exact same thing just in cartoon form just blown out if you're a, a, a i almost said a writer if you're a, 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 a draw, graphic designer graphic designer i was kidding if you're a drawler and i was like that's not a thing uh, if illustrator you're, if you're an illustrator an artist or a graphic designer capable of caricatures and you're bored as fuck right now um, I will commission you if you send me three of those, and I, I'll pick one. Uh, but, again, I want the, the same photo as the current podcast thing, so don't just wing it and do something yeah, different. Yeah, you got to use the same picture. The Ooh. crazier, the better on the crazy end, but I want a close to normal, semi-normal, and complete chaos to pick from. You know it would be kind of cute, though? That's probably way too much, but if it was the same picture... Send me the concepts. <laughs> if it was the same picture of the two of us, and then, like, Winston off in the background, or, like, Jax or something, too. Well, like, the absurdest one could be that, where it's, like, Winston's, like, clawing out the side of my fucking neck. Or, and Jax is yeah. just, like... Jax is just shitting into his food bowl. <laughs> uh, yeah, we gotta get that done. I would really, like... That would be cute. <laughs> not, the, not the shitting into the food bowl. Ignore that part. Yeah. We gotta... <laughs> That, that'll be cool. That'll be a trip that we got to make. Because we found out today, read an article about seven things that happened in Missoula. Mm. If I thought, I would have pulled them all up. But one of those things is apparently they've got like an art festival that happens like on the first certain day of the week. I think it's at, Friday. I think it's yeah. called First Friday. That might be it. But it's like apparently a, a day out of every month where all the artists in the area get together and people can go through and buy the wares or just look at them and Sell stuff. Sell your books. I could sell my books on First Friday, um, and I guarantee you there is a caricature artist that hangs out on First Friday. And oh, for like, sure. Hey, did you guys buy a falafel? Want your picture done for 15 bucks? You got five minutes? <laughs> uh, we should get a, a caricature. We should. I've always thought they were kind of cool. They're always a little ridiculous looking, but they're pretty cool. I wanted to learn how to do that for a while as a kid. I bought a couple of books on like, caricature drawing. But mm -hmm. I like drawing. Um, I find it uh, therapeutic, uh, but to me, it is definitely a hobby craft. It's not a thing that I'm good enough at or willing to put in the effort to get good enough at making money on anything like that. Yeah. I respect people that do, but I work on the other side of the pen. <laughs> I'll tell you about things I can't look at something and create a photorealistic. Uh, deal there i like painting too i find it again therapeutic but it's not a thing that your I, paintings are actually pretty good though like you dog on them but i actually like them quite a bit well because they look like a manic episode like every <laughs> painting is done with a palette knife it's just fucking like a three inch streak of paint that comes off the canvas <laughs> like you can touch them and you can feel the difference in the textures and stuff it kind of makes them seem more alive, them. though. Like, instead of just a flat painting, like, it has, like, character Well, and I'll take it. up painting in the long winter. I've got a <laughs> bunch of paints. i got an easel. i got canvases. I'll just fucking... That'll be what I do. If, if, <laughs> if we can get to a mountain, you know, I'll paint the mountain every morning. It's like, this is my rendition of, <laughs> Bob Ross. of the mountain trees. at noon. The mountain <laughs> at dawn. <laughs> The broken down Ford Fiesta in the parking lot. <laughs> Just do one of your Jeep. Yeah. That would be cool as shit. I tried to do a, uh, a picture uh, or a painting once uh, when I got out of the service and dad was like, you know, there's paints out in the garage. Like, you're welcome to them if you want them because my dad had recently taken up painting. And um, so I went out there one uh, day and I was like well fuck I ain't got shit all to do and I drew this really cool design of a guy that was screaming at the sky and then there was like 
I painted the background like all green and black and like blue and it was like very like chaotic and shit. And then I brought it in to go, hey, dad, look at my picture of the dude screaming at the sky. And my dad was like, that's a cool shark, man. Like, how did you learn how to paint? No. How did you learn how to paint a shark? And then I turned it around and I was like, it does just look like a shark. Oh, no. Is doing what sharks do underwater. <laughs> and it, uh, it's terrible. Like, <laughs> Is that why you don't still have it? It had a tongue and teeth. And my dad still thought it was a great white. <laughs> What'd you do with it? Uh, it? It might be around here someplace. Because oh, I've never seen it. No, I'm not sure. Um, I don't <laughs> think I got rid of it. I think it's around here somewhere. Speaking of stuff being around here stashed, we found a bunch of cool stuff while you were packing your uh, closet today. Yeah. I was unpacking stuff. Um, I found weapons that I thought I'd lost when I was a kid. Like I found an old pair of brass knuckles and a fucking straight razor and a necklace knife. and. Um, couple of different things like that and then i'm in the closet and i yell out to Kristen. i was like hey i found a magazine <laughs> i was like oh of what <laughs> 40 caliber <laughs> i legit thought you were gonna say playboy like i thought we were talking about uh, like <laughs> i've got my one weird japanese porn magazine it's the only one that i've ever had and i'm never getting rid of it because it's odd <laughs> 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 Like, I seriously so thought you got were... a magazine. She goes, oh, what magazine? It's like 40 caliber. <laughs> I almost did it to you again, because when I was going through my ammo um, things, I got my ammo 10, I found two 9mm mags that I didn't know that I had that were filled. And <laughs> more I was like, magazines? You probably would have I, like, I found got... more magazines! You wouldn't have got me the second no, time. <laughs> I probably would have. I get you occasionally, just based on the shirt that you're wearing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't look down at myself, though, so that's you not just fair. just look down on yourself. Want to talk about that? Ooh, no, I'm good, thanks. <laughs> How does that make you feel? Crying into my pillow later. It's all right. <laughs> Happy thoughts? Oh, God. No, you found that plaque, though. I did. Um, was it the 343rd? I don't remember. Um, I found a plaque today. My... Uh, as you know, and the listeners may have gathered by now, I come from a lineage of military uh, service, long-term military service. My grandfather was a master sergeant. My dad was a senior master sergeant. And, uh, I quit. And <laughs> <laughs> you didn't quit. They made but, you know, cuts. Grandpa's dad and his grandfather and his grandfather all the way up were sons of the revolution. And outside of my brother, there's only one other person who never joined the military. Like I've, I've got the Ancestry.com. Everybody did at least, you know, back then the two-year uh, minimum, now the four-year minimum. And so I was digging through and I got a bunch of those types of plaques. And I found this weird shaped one, and I was like, that shape looks familiar. What state is this? I was like, I think that state is Montana. And no shit, we have a plaque that I found today that is a plaque that my grandfather got. I believe it's Blackhead, Montana, but it's a squadron that doesn't exist anymore. It's, mm -hmm. It was adopted by another squadron. I think it's a 741st now. Um, and my grandpa apparently got his goodbye plaque uh, in Montana. It's really Not cool. like his goodbye, you're out of the service plaque, but his good luck on your next station plaque. Yeah. But it's, it's really cool, though. It's like a wooden, like, yeah. carved plaque shaped like the state. It's, it's really got, pretty. Like, a little, um, what do you call that, where it's raised out? Oh, God. A relief? Uh, I'm not going to yeah. get into the details. <laughs> But it's got this carved set of trees, and then it's got my grandpa's badge and a few other things. So I vote that when we get to Montana, and I'm going to decorate something with like their military. I've got all these fucking plaques. I need to go through them. I've got the plaque from the base that I was born at, you know, where all my dad's friends signed off when he left England. And the next thing I know, we're moving across the, you know, the world. As me as a baby, so it didn't traumatize me. Um, <laughs> All but, those newspaper know. clippings were cool, too. I would yeah, like I've to hang some of that stuff. Yeah, I've got the Berlin Wall. I've got the announcement that we bombed Libya uh, back in 89 or 90. Uh, I've got 
the Titanic, um, and a few other ones that are in there. Confederate money. Uh, so yeah. yeah, Richard Nixon's autographed fucking. <laughs> That was always weird when I was a kid because I thought it was so cool that my grandpa protected the president. And then, like, I'd be in the fourth grade and I'd try to tell that story. People would be like, what's the coolest thing you know about your grandpa? And I'd be like, my grandpa flew on Air Force One with Richard Nixon. (laughs) And everybody would boo you. (laughs) (laughs) And even back then in the fourth grade, it's like, well, why didn't your dad kill him? (laughs) <laughs> your grandpa you know like what did your grandpa he was alone with the man you've got golf balls that are signed by him decks of cards that are signed by him pens that are signed by him and i don't even know how the fuck you do that you know <laughs> now my grandpa uh flew uh air force one he didn't fly the plane but he was security for air force one uh when nixon broke the red the is it the Red Curtain or the mm-hmm. Red Wall? Red Curtain. Uh, when he went to China and uh, did the Mao Zedong type thing. So we've got um, all these things that Nixon signed. And I've got four or five copies of Mao's Little Red Book. And uh, pictures, like in the textbooks, uh, you can see my grandpa in a lot of textbook pictures. Where like Nixon's getting off the plane, he's doing his fingers. And my grandpa's like standing at the bottom of the uh, stairs, just pissed off that I guess he's watching Richard Nixon. <laughs> I used to tell, you know, teachers that. They'd be like, hey, protected Nixon. And they'd all go, oh, what? <laughs> it is kind of cool to see that stuff. I didn't there. realize people hated Nixon until I was like 17 or 18. And <laughs> wasn't around to explain himself. I was like, I thought we were all cool. But my problem was that I thought Richard Nixon and Reagan were the same guy, and mm. I thought everybody was mad at Reagan and mm. everybody was cool at Nixon. It's no. the opposite. Definitely the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's kind of cool to see that stuff, though, because, like, uh, we may have touched on that a little bit, but, like, Brett's family. I guess as far as, like, that kind of stuff does, especially because he comes from a military background, is a little more tight-knit. And, um... I've got the letters from Korea that the guy that I'm named after wrote back in the 50s, you know? Like, it's on that rice paper, and you gotta open it really slow. Yeah, and, like, my, uh... My family isn't, like, as tight-knit in general or with our lineage or any of that, so... As far as, like, old stuff like that goes, like, the only thing I really have is, like, I have my mom's, I think, senior high school photo. Yeah. And, um, like, some old photos of my dad and stuff like that. I don't really have, like, anything like that. I found one today, but I, I saw it, and I was like, oh, that's cool. I still have that, but I didn't show you, and it's of my great-grandparents. I'll show it to you after. But yeah. yeah. Go, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I mean, that's really all, like, the only place I was going with that. I have, like, a little box of like photo memorabilia and that's really like all I have I've got boxes and boxes (laughs) of nothing but photographs (laughs) those paper clippings are super cool too Mm -hmm. that's that's my great grandmother's recipe book you know (laughs) (laughs) Brett has significantly more boxes than I do in general (laughs) which is funny because you live a much more transient life than I do but (laughs) you have way more stuff I am surprisingly blown away but most of it again is stuff that you know i'm holding for my me and my brother need to go through a lot of this stuff Mm because dad died we stuck most of his possessions in my closet and we're like what the fuck are we gonna do with this i've got like four or five tubs of nothing but plaques it's like (laughs) i don't have enough wall to fill with my father and grandfather's plaques but i don't have the heart to throw those things away so it's like i guess i'll just hold on to them and give them to my kid until my kid no longer cares that my dad worked at, like, fucking, uh, uh, and, not Andrews, fucking, uh, the one up in, up the road. And, is it, no? The one over by your parents. Oh, um, fuck, what is that called? I've lost it, the research You know center. I know it. Yeah. I know it, but, shit, what is that? gone now i can't think of anything but but andy and <laughs> now i know it and arnold this, yeah arnold yeah. i was like as soon as i yeah, read people it people are not gonna stupid. care that dad retired from the service and they got a you know best employee of the month from arnold where <laughs> 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 not a thing that you know my kid our kid you know 
going to give a shit about. Um, I should keep the important stuff and then figure out a way to like Convince. make everybody else hold on to all the other flags. <laughs> it's like I've got the Richard Nixon picture. I've got you know all the war medals. I've got the shadow boxes. And, um, well, it's it's kind of cool though if you think about it though because it's like centuries of uh-huh. lineage over time. Because like even when you and I were. Um, no, we're like, sons of the revolution. We were, um, we came over here after William Penn. That's what I learned to go to Pennsylvania. There was some sort of a religious movement in Pennsylvania amongst the German immigrants, um, and then they moved to Three Rivers, Michigan, where they've remained. Like my grandfather's sister, she's still alive. She still lives in Three Rivers. Grandpa left and never went back. <laughs> and that's why, you know, but my dad, I believe, was born in Three Rivers. And hmm. He's went to high school in Three Rivers. And I don't know, but that's where all those, we never owned slaves. That makes me feel good <laughs> all the time. People are like, what about your white privilege? And I was like, I come from poor German immigrants who just kept joining the military. I don't know <laughs> No, I was going to say a second ago, like, the thing that's, like, kind of neat when you really think about that is, like, I mean, yeah, eventually you're going to hit a point in your, or people in general are probably going to hit a point in their lineage where it's so far removed from you, you don't really care anymore, Mm -hmm. so you start losing some of that stuff. But, um, like, even whenever you were packing up your office, like, I asked you if I could keep a couple of extra copies of your book and it's like slowly decade by decade like adding mm. more stuff that's like this is where all the blooms come from you <laughs> know figure or it out. it's it's just kind of neat to the craziest shit for me um was before um dad got sick he went up to three rivers to go hang out with my great aunt and there's a plaque there because Murfreesboro is a Civil War town. Mm-hmm. A bunch of shit went down here and a bunch of people died. Um, Dad went up there and there's a plaque in Three Rivers because they were a, a Union regiment that was pulled out of that area. I can't remember the number of uh, that marched to Murfreesboro, Tennessee to fight the Confederates. And my, like, great-great-great-great-great-grandfather, or whoever the fuck that, you know, number needs to be to make this an accurate statement, um, is on that plaque as mm-hmm. one of the guys who came to Murfreesboro to fight the Confederates. So in my day-to-day travels, probably countless times, because I've lived here since I was a kid, except for when I was in the service, um, I've walked the same land I've been to the battlefield. So, like, I've been to where great, 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 you know, somebody went. Yeah. Then after the battle, he went back to Three Rivers. But there's this big plaque commemorating the people that left Three Rivers for the Battle of Murfreesboro. <laughs> Don't you have someone at um, Arlington as well? Oh, a, a bunch, yeah. My grandpa's at Arlington. We should go, because I'm... Sure, you've been there. I've never yeah, been there. Grandpa's at Arlington. Um, Dad might partially go to Arlington. That's we've been considering that. I, I don't want to get into what we're gonna do with Dad's ashes, but uh, I know that there's the the overall plan is that he is to be thrown off Sex Peak, which we'll get to go visit. We'll get to go visit because it's one of my brothers and Laura's favorite mountains. So Ben's been there. Or, oh, you're talking Nick, about Nick, yeah. sorry. <clears throat> so no, well, it'll be fantastic. It's just the continuance of the story. I'm very curious what the view is like, because it's a, a weird name Enough for, for So many people fucked on Sex Peak <laughs> that they named it Sex Peak. Uh, I'm curious Other how... places, like Mount Kilimanjaro. It's <laughs> a very funny... I don't know what Kilimanjaro means, but I guarantee you it doesn't mean people fuck here. <laughs> You never know. It could be another language. <laughs> mm. I'm curious what the views like, though. I'm curious in general, because we've talked about that before. I've never been to Montana with 
Montana looks like at all, which I've seen some of the photos mm -hmm. that you like have sent me and stuff, but uh, I've lived in this region my whole life, so my concept of mountains are probably actually just hills. Yeah, now my first introduction to like a true mountain um, was Japan, and it was sitting at Yokota Air Base four hours away from Mount Fuji and sitting on the uh, airstrip every morning mm -hmm. when the sun started to come up. You see why the flag is the sun. Because um, it's just blood red every day. It's the craziest sun. It looks like a Texas sunset. The sunrise in Japan is just fucking unbelievable. But the sun would rise over off to your left and then you would look to the right and there's Mount Fuji. And from four hours away from Mount Fuji, so Billings to goddamn Missoula, you just go, that's the biggest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Fuji is so big, it looks like it's the next town over and small. <laughs> it's huge. <laughs> I've seen like the Smokies and stuff here, but that's, they've never, no, never we're gonna arrive West. in Missoula and gonna be like well how could it possibly be this long it's like because we have to drive over a mountain we have to go up one and then down it again <laughs> yeah, you're driving the u-haul on that part yeah the, so. the drive from seattle to wenatchee took about five hours but when you look at it on a map it looks like it should take 10 minutes and it's because you have to go over the mountain to get into Wenatchee. Like curvy like country roads and stuff. Uh, there wasn't like curvy, curvy. It was okay. like kind of like an interstate system there, but I don't know what it's going to be like driving into Missoula. I know the interstate runs through Missoula, so I'm assuming that it'll be relatively blown out. And, and as far as I know, like from the looks of it, because I, I did like a Google Maps and kind of... Future us will know. Future us right about now. Yeah, is... us right now will be living <laughs> that life. Um, but I, I did I still like love a, you, Kristen. You're beautiful. I know you haven't bathed in three days. And We're going to be staying out. in hotels. I'm going to bathe. <laughs> what are you on? We're not driving for three straight days. How hopped on coffee yeah. would we have to be <laughs> Brett, to not stop at all and go straight to Missoula? Brett, don't kill anyone. I don't know. <laughs> the next gas station. Try not to stab that person. <laughs> or the last gas station. Congratulations on not stabbing that person. <laughs> but, um, like, I Google maps the trip the other day at work and the kind of semi plotted out a course for us and it looked like it was interstate literally the whole way yeah so i think we're knock on wood gonna be on relatively calm roads because i've never even driven a truck before much less a u-haul <laughs> i've never driven a moving truck i've never towed another vehicle i've towed a trailer like in my pickup mm -hmm. Um, but I've never towed another vehicle. Well, you're... I am terrified, but I've driven an MRAP, so I think I'll be okay. <laughs> well, your car, at least that's a plus side, is going on a trailer. It's not like the kind of setup where your back wheels are dragging your car. I was cars. not having any of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah your gonna, car's going on a trailer. Because so. I don't know how wide I need to make it, and I don't want to jackknife a turn, so yeah. Yeah, so... It'll sort of be like towing a trailer, just in a much, much bigger truck. <laughs> First question for Ed tomorrow when I meet him up for lunch needs to be, Hey, Ed, um, how do I drive this thing and how do I hook up the Jeep? And mountains. Mountains make me nervous. Cause well, I don't going... know if Ed's ever had to do that. Because Ed went... Military. Basically the same route that we went. He was in New Mexico, and then I think that they went to Florida. But didn't you say they move they your stuff for you when you're in the I? service? Didn't you say they move your stuff for you? In yeah. There? So he probably didn't even have to do that yeah. at all. No, you, you, you move to like a, an amount of your shit. Like it might work different in state, but um, the smaller stuff I think you all just take with you. I don't know how it worked back in the... Back then. And you said when Laura moved up there, she sent her stuff in pods, right? Pods so. and a moving truck, but I think her brother drove the moving mm. truck and she followed in the car. So, gotcha. and her yeah. brother's done it countless times. <laughs> in a perfect world, if we ever have to do this again, I would prefer to do <laughs> pods as well, so we don't have to do it. But we're two freshly graduated starving artists, so. 
you guys are getting the real effect of like Kerouac's on the road, like day by day. Here's yeah. how it goes right there. Oh, and that's another thing I meant to uh, say. Um, yeah, so if you're still you listening. something about Kerouac? No. <laughs> no, because you were saying you get the day to day. Um, so we've established already that the podcast is going to be on hiatus for a while. And unfortunately, it looks like our podcast at the very least will be on a hiatus for like a good month. But um, if you'd like to keep up with the move and how things are going, I'll try my best to like post pictures of like our stops and how the trip is going and stuff on like Instagram or on Twitter. Well, we're so. aiming to make a documentary. We got two attempts to do that. Yeah, yeah. but that'll be a that'll while be a before one. that's done. So, but I, I to give you guys something because we're gonna be kind of on break for a while. Um, like I said, I'll try to keep you updated via Instagram or Twitter, like photos and little oh, posts about how high Brett almost for, killed that gas yeah. station dude. <laughs> fuck all to do for 29 hours except me forcing Kristen to listen to Ben Shapiro. We are <laughs> not listening to Ben Shapiro. I can tell you that right now. We are not. Yeah, I will not spend eight hours on the road listening to politics. <laughs> you can do that as you fall asleep at night. <laughs> as I do every day. <laughs> I'll give you like a solid hour and that'll be about where my patience will wear thin. So you can get one hour. It's like, okay, so we've listened to the conservative guy for the week and now we get to listen to the libertarian <laughs> dude for the week and now we get to listen to the liberal dude for the week. Oh, yeah. I'll give you an hour a day of politics. You can do podcasts. I think you need to give, if we're doing 10 hour drives, I think you give me three hours of politics, but we break them up. Yeah. Okay. So I won't I'll go, compromise I won't there. go podcast show into podcast show, or I mean, politics show into politics show into politics show. But I think that maybe like first thing when we hit the road. No, not first thing. Cause that sets the tone of the trip. You don't uh, get to start on politics. God damn it. Second hour of the trip, you can. So it'll still be early in the day. Can Second I download a whole bunch of last podcasts, like the series? Yeah. Like where they're doing like three or four yeah. episodes about a topic. No, I totally like, anticipate we'll be listening to a fair amount of podcasts because the stations will be changing so frequently. Yeah. We won't really be listening to the radio, and so many plays of whatever's on our phones is going to get old of music. So. We start I fully anticipate. Tired. We start listening to a whole shitload of Theo Vaughn, <laughs> and all the jokes finally make sense. <laughs> but yeah, I anticipate we'll be listening to a lot of podcasts. I will give you that. You can have three hours of political podcasts broken up throughout okay. the day, but you cannot start the day on that. I am do not, not start the day with Ben Shapiro. No, do not start the day with politics, politics. in general. You can't okay. start. My, that is not five a.m. What I'm listening to. So when we roll out on Thursday. What show should we listen to? Oh, we'll get into it. I don't know. If you guys have such... Oh, you won't hear this until we're already driving. <laughs> Damn. We'll already be there by the time that most people get around to listen to this. If, yeah, that's possible. Uh, <laughs> we're supposed to land on Saturday. So if you don't listen to this the day it comes out or if I'm but in slacking all, and don't get it out on Friday. I would live... I would live. I would, <laughs> I would love to if we can find the time. Um, do like a mini episode on Sunday, like after we've done the oh, drive, yeah. and being we like, tried. "Hey guys, we made it all right, and here's what we learned." Unless we we're try. just completely sick of talking to each other. By <laughs> we've already <laughs> broken up at that point, and yeah. our relationship so is over. I'm like, "Shit!" And I gotta figure out how to get all of my stuff back to Tennessee. Like I got you and Laura spa treatment day, so I could just like. Get feel hammered away. with my brother and be like, just fuck. You're like, oh, sweetie, you worked so hard. I'm going to do this nice thing for you. And as soon as I'm out the door, thank God she's gone. <laughs> Could not get away from her fast Got to do it all again in two and a half weeks. <laughs> no, ironically, because that was a thing we talked about before when we thought we were going to move at the same time. I said the saving grace of our relationship would be that we wouldn't have to drive together. And now we have to do it twice together. <laughs> I'm going to be... The upside is I'm doing the bulk of the driving. Like that for is, sure, in the truck. Kristen scares In my car, maybe not, but for yeah. sure in the truck. No, in, in your car, I'll put you in charge of your car until you get tired, and then I'll take over. But um, 
No, for sure in the truck. Yeah, if I... if you No, if you were in charge of the truck, every time you moved lanes, I'd shit myself. I'd be well, like, she's going to even... kill everybody. She doesn't realize that there's a whole other vehicle behind us. <laughs> <laughs> not even that. Like, you're constantly, uh, not side seat driving, but definitely side seat braking in my car. And... Well, I drive a manual. <laughs> yeah, we've talked about that before on a previous episode, so it doesn't take anywhere near the length of time... For my car to break and I coast for a minute and then break and and Brett's always side seat braking me. So if I was driving a U-Haul, which yeah. I'm sure you have to start braking like a while in <laughs> advance, you would lose your shit. You'd be like, oh my God, Kristen, you're going to rear end everything. Please stop. <laughs> Please we, hit the brakes. It's going to take us like 80 yards to stop <laughs> this fucking thing. I need you to see the future. Okay. <laughs> and that's what makes me nervous, honestly, because I know that much. Like I know... If your car weighs more like semi-trucks and whatever, you have to start braking sooner. But I've never driven one, so I don't have a concept of that. And then add on top of that, you got a trailer behind you, so yeah. you have to compensate how long you need to brake for the trailer to not... Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I... You will be you know doing the bulk of the driving. how smarter we're going to be <laughs> by the end of this trip? Like, everybody that we know who has not been through anything kind of like this is just going to be, you know... They're going to be like, well, I got a word of advice for you. And it's like, well, have you survived two 29-hour trips with your significant other? Did you do one of them as a first time driving a vehicle bigger than a pickup truck? No, go fuck yourself then. Oh, and um, <laughs> another test of our relationship. I've never been on a plane before. I have Kristen to fly Kristen has to fly back to Nashville back. alone. Alone. So my first flight ever will be by myself but Missoula, from Missoula. The upside is Missoula is a very small airport. Yeah, but it's you told like, me I'd have to land in Atlanta. Well, it's either going to be Atlanta or St. Louis and the Mormons <laughs> love helping people. <laughs> I've never been on a plane before and I had this like romantic notion that I was like, oh, the first time I ever get on a plane, it'll be when me we go to England to together. Yeah, yeah, I was like, that's going to be a long-ass trip, so that'll be stressful, but the, it'll be fun. The funny thing is going to be seeing how you deal with airports. Um, we'll give you all the tips you need. We'll, we'll, we'll set you on that plane to where you're like, look, just bring a suitcase full of clothes that you need to leave in Missoula anyway, so when you're going back, you don't have anything with you. Right? Except for like a backpack. Mm, I've already packed most of my clothes, so I'll probably... Oh, I don't know. That. I guess I could unpack some stuff. I don't know. We'll figure it out we'll, this we'll, week. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we'll... you guys will get those stress tweets and stress Instagram posts of, yeah. I've never been on a plane before. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I got lost in the Atlanta airport. I've been sitting here for six and a half hours. I feel like Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. <laughs> oh, I got. Uh, I've got nightmares about airports, but you're dealing with some of the easiest. The easiest airport that I've ever been to is Missoula because everybody's asleep and there's only like three gates. <laughs> and then Atlanta is the hub. It's like a, a massive hub airport. Um, so most of the people there don't know what the fuck they're doing either. <laughs> But it's pretty streamlined. Like, if you can read a map, you can figure out Atlanta. But we'll go over the Atlanta map and everything. So you know when you get off the plane at your gate, if you need to go left or right. and uh, You don't need to sign for anything once you're through security. You pick your bag up when you get to Nashville. and That's easy enough. I don't think I'm going to have anything beyond a carry-on, though, surely. I well, don't think I'll need a... That's what I'm saying. Like if... Oh, they load that for you, don't they? Hmm. Wait, no? I no, you, you bring the carry-on on the plane. If you get a carry-on, then you're going to... Wouldn't I get it off the plane also? Don't I grab it's it It's a carry-on. Yeah, so... It goes in the overhead compartment. Yeah, so I wouldn't... You said I'd have to pick up my... Well, if you brought, like, a suitcase or, yeah. a, you know, something like that. See, I don't know any of this stuff. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know, like, the restrictions on well, what you're not allowed. That's why I only fly with a carry-on. Like, mm -hmm. I, I, I am very efficient at punk... Uh, punking <laughs> fitting a month's worth of clothes in a single backpack mm -hmm. and then putting the laptop in an easy to access place so i'm not that dickhead that everybody's waiting on when you see me go through an international flight you're gonna be like this dude is a pro and it's because i more or less grew up in airports <laughs> <laughs> i've been to so many airports i'm just like 
I walk in there, I know exactly who I need to talk to. I go through TSA, I know exactly what they're about to ask me. I untie my shoes because sometimes they ask you to take off your shoes. Sometimes they tell you not to, but I'd rather have my shoes untied to be kicked off than be in the position where I'm untying my shoes. And I wear combat boots on airplane flights, so... (laughs) See, I'm nervous about all of that, for Mm -hmm. sure. Like, that's definitely logistically the more nerve-wracking things. There's all these, like, rules and regulations and stuff that you have to follow, but I'm also... Don't make any bomb jokes. I don't like that. Yeah, I (laughs) know. Post-9-11, you can't make bomb jokes. (laughs) But I'm nervous that I'm going to get on that plane and discover really quickly that I'm afraid of flying (laughs) and be all by myself. Oh, you might. <laughs> so, uh, that's you ever been be on a roller coaster? Yeah, and I'm not a fan of them. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Not a fan you know, like, of it them. It sounds like a good idea, but oh, <laughs> you'll be okay. We'll make sure you don't get a, a window seat unless what if you're I want a window seat. Though? Well, then we'll get you a window seat, but you can open and close the window, so you don't <laughs> need to, you know, be stressed out about it. One way or the other, you're going to be 30,000 feet above the ground. and uh, I'll be like the song Ironic. The first time I ever got in a flight, it'll crash and I'll die. <laughs> don't do that. It's a little ironic. I mean, it's possible, but don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that suck so bad, I think bad, the though? pilots that are going in and out of the mountain range every day are probably some of the most top-tier pilots. <laughs> like They make those landings uh, every day. Mm. It's a different type of skill set. You got some Vietnam veteran who's like, ah, yeah, they used to try to shoot at me while I was doing this shit. <laughs> <laughs> some special forces dude who's used to flying low and slow like dad, just like his C-130, like clipping the top of trees, <laughs> cranking that shit up like a car 50 feet off the ground. It's going to be so weird. I'm excited, though. It's a yeah. whole bunch of new experiences all at once because I've never driven that far. Never been At out the west. Atlanta airport is one of the most absurd places on the planet. I've been to a bunch of airports. I love Atlanta because the TSA agents are just ghetto. <laughs> like 90% of the, TAS, t, the TSA agents are like, why come you got your laptop out? <laughs> like, like half of them are trying to like fight you while they're like patting you down. It's like, dude, where the fuck did they get you from? They're like talking on the cell phone, just waving people through the security checkpoint. It's like, what the fuck is going on here? It can't possibly be any worse than you stranded in a foreign country, possibly getting kicked out of that foreign country. Yeah. Though, no, so. I got stranded <laughs> at Narita Airport in Tokyo for like fucking five hours because there was supposed to be a dude who spoke English and he was not there. That too, I wasn't thinking I couldn't about. find I was... anybody who spoke English because I kept walking up to Japanese people and being like, do you know where Yokota Air Base is? And they go, oh, and then they'd like walk away from me. That too, I forgot about that one. I was thinking of England when they wouldn't let you in. Oh, yeah, no. I got put in time out in England. <laughs> Fucking hours, like... Damn near a day worth of traveling. I couldn't sleep. Couldn't get a cigarette. So I was like fucking like scratching my... I was like... Angry at the world. Furious. Just like popping Nicorette gum like it was candy. I was just swallow it whole. I don't care what it does to my stomach lining. I just need something. Mm. I get off the plane at uh, Heathrow and I get told by a woman who didn't like me very much that because I didn't know my mother's phone number, my mother who lives in London, uh, who I never called that phone number, I don't have that phone number in my phone and I don't know her address because believe it or not, I don't fucking Google Maps where the fuck mom lives in Staines. (laughs) I was like, my mom lives in Staines and she was like, well, what's the address? I was like, I don't know the fucking address. She's like 15 feet away. Like, if you go look for mom, you just go, <laughs> hello, is there a Kathy angry Bloom? Lady. She's going to fucking come out here. She's a five <laughs> foot four. She's pissed off that you're holding me back. And she was like, uh, sir, I don't like your attitude. I'm going to need you to go stand over there by that pillar. And I watched like 30 people file past this goddamn customs agent before I had another lady come up. And she goes, um, why are you standing by the pillar? And I was like, I think I'm in timeout. Like, she won't let me into the country, and I'm not getting back (laughs) on the fucking plane. And so that lady goes, "Ah," and, like, 
pulls me over to another dude who didn't even look at my passport and just <laughs> let me into the country. I was like, no. I'm not a terrorist. No. I got off the airplane. Like, no, we had this conversation the other <laughs> nobody night. Nobody has been hurt by me. I just want to get through security so I can smoke a fucking cigarette and grab my bag. <laughs> no, but we had this conversation the other night. You, uh, you don't have resting bitch face, but when you're angry at people, you have resting I'll murder you face. Yeah, uh, my so therapist has told I would me imagine... that I have a, a calm serial killer look on my face just when I'm walking around. <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine the whole time you were having this conversation with her, you looked so fucking annoyed so that was probably why she was like you go stand over there but in my head it was like um hey how's it going you know (laughs) i was like trying to hold it in like trying to start dialogue (laughs) what's your mother's phone number and i was like i i don't live here i have no idea what do you do for a living i'm a writer what do you write books psychological horror stories Stories about people having nervous breakdowns. Not not a good answer. (laughs) I can just picture what your face would have looked like in that moment, though. Oh, when she started yelling at me, it it, it got nasty. I never yelled back at her. I was like, well, I don't... She was like, well, why don't you know your own mother's phone number? And I was like, because she lives here, and I live in Nashville. And you... uh... I don't know if you noticed by my voice didn't grow up here we don't call each other either you call each other through facebook yeah facebook so like why would you need her i know my mom's facebook name it's kathy blue (laughs) same last name as me (laughs) she goes well what happens if you get lost i was like then i'll fucking take a cab to a starbucks get wi-fi call my mother They don't have Wi-Fi in airports. They do, but it's like a 15-step process. Mm -hmm. And then by the time you're going through... It's so crowded, too. I bet the signal sucks. It's it's dog shit. Heathrow is a brilliant uh, airport. One of the greatest airports ever. Because there's like a plane taking off and landing every 30 seconds. And they never hit each other. And it's the wildest thing to watch from the window. Because they put you in a circle pattern until it's your turn to land. And if you get there at like six o'clock in the morning like I did last time I was there you're hovering above the clouds so you're just flying in a circle and you can watch plane one goes up out and then a plane will break away from the landing pattern and break back down into the clouds that's kind of cool yeah it's it's fucking it's wild <laughs> it's, if you if you get a chance to fly to Heathrow uh, right up into the point where you actually gotta land. It's one of the coolest things ever. Because when it's time to land, you nosedive into a city and then they pull the brakes five feet above a fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> and you skid to a stop. Because you gotta come in like over the city. <laughs> There's like houses right up until you land and you're looking out and you're like, oh shit, Steve's walking his dog. <laughs> That always trips me out when I'm driving to work and the planes in Nashville fly over, but they're hundreds and hundreds of feet above me, but I'm just like, it's flying awfully low. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nashville's nothing like it, because they got, like, acres of field. So, like, when you're coming down into Nashville, you're not afraid you're going to hit a building. Every time I've gone to Heathrow, I've figured we're going to about to take out, like, six or seven houses. <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to, on accident, if this dude makes one wrong move, clips that fence, we're fucked. It's it's one of the craziest airports, but they've like never had an incident. They had like one really bad one in the seventies, tighten the screws, and I don't think they've had another. But now England gets shut down by drones because the cops don't carry guns, so like a drone flies around on the runway, and they don't have a police officer to just pull out a shotgun and go. Well, if if there was a bomb in that drone, you wouldn't really want to shoot it, though. I'd rather shoot it from a distance. I guess that's true. That's true, I guess. How did we get on this topic? (laughs) Nervous energy. Nervous energy, and I'm drinking. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a wild ride. Buy the ticket. Take the ride. (laughs) Better get out of here. Sure. Future Brad, I love you. I love you more, future Kristen. And as we continue 
to try to figure out how to get you up here with me. Um, I promise you it's not going to be as hard as it is in our heads right now. There's a damn good chance we figure something out once we have Laura's brain added to the... the Still going to miss you, though. I'm going to miss you a shitload. But we're going to figure it out. You'll be right there behind me. And I love you. I love you. And I love you guys. And you can catch us. <laughs> oh, fuck it. Go find the plugs on the other episodes, you assholes. Keep I'll, up with uh, us online, though. You'll uh, get to see the whole journey. You'll get the post-drive conversation in a couple of days.